0: Welcome to Episode 2 of SCUP. Today, on This American Dice, we bring you games from Condo Con in Davenport, Florida. Our GM for this game of SCUP, the sword, the crown, and the unspeakable power, is Jared. Grim is played by Ryan. Slate is played by Brett. Fellow by David. And Rook by Austin.
1: So, um, do you believe it? We're actually done with the pre-game well, preparation. Yeah. No, hold on. What, is something else?
2: Yeah, kind of. I, yeah. I wanted to, you know, <laughs> hopefully this will be quick. Go ahead, Brett. I, no, I just wanted to, so with Rook, the way I understand, so you have a group of followers that's part of your... No, league. so I, yeah, so I have a militia, so I have, like,
0: a bandit gang, Okay. Because and I'm, then there's, like, a group of people that give us support. Right.
2: The not, so not, not, that, that, yeah. not your faction, but your, your playbook, you have a group thing, right? Okay, so I want to make sure I'm not stepping on your toes because I one of the options I could choose that I want to choose is basically I have a group as well. I just want to make sure. Oh, yeah. I don't want to step on your toes nope. if that's your thing, right? Okay, so as long as you're okay with that, we'll go ahead with it. But And that also means that I need to make a roll. Oh, to see how you please them or not? Yes. Oh, okay. oh fuck, I gotta do the same thing. Shit.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Alright,
3: sorry, we're not
0: done with the pregame preparation. Well, it's at the beginning of each session, so we're, we're done with the pregame right. stuff.
1: We're at the we're at the, the threshold. beginning of we the first session we right. made it
0: to the starting line we're at the we're not the You're pre right. game we're at the pre game we're at the post right. pregame post pre game <laughs> yes yeah so I, I have a similar thing right so yeah and I think like the whole shtick with mine is like where mine is a gang yours is more of a cult yeah, yeah. that's exactly yeah. what it yeah so yeah so I have to make basically the same role that I just made but like for how my gang's doing. Yeah, so at the beginning of each session, roll plus fierce. On a ten plus you gain all surplus bonuses during the session on a seven and nine you have the surplus bonuses, but the MC will activate one want. I only have one want. On a miss, or if your leadership is contested, your militia is in want. You have no surplus bonuses and the MC will act will active one or two wants. Uh Uh-oh. Whoopsie. When you have this move, you may twice choose to spend an advancement to remove or add an option. So I gotta just roll fierce again. <laughs> right. Should we do that? Yeah, go for it. All right. Uh, six plus two is eight. Plus two is ten. All right. So what's the what's the result for ten? So for ten, it means. Uh, my guys are. Go over here. loyal they're right. and they're well armed All right. um so and, so in, in,
1: in light of what just happened where you were captured and you got loose mm-hmm. maybe that resulted in something where, or maybe maybe you were able to sell a shipment of contraband and you did
0: really, really well yeah. and you're walking away with tons of money and you're like, All right guys, we're going to we're next for time, Next time this isn't gonna happen again, we need to be better armed for this. And so yeah, yeah so we, we parlayed some of that money into into better arms for ourselves. Okay alright sounds good yeah because I can't see how loyalty will come out of that but so I, think, I think they're alarm. just I mean theoretically they're just not like disloyal I think that's that's always the problem with the spur like the what's the the, the biker the biker friend? in the apocalypse world yeah. yeah set where it's like when you have this gang it is the chopper. the chopper it always is always perpetually on the verge of rebellion yeah. Yeah. and so it's like when you win they're just not in open rebellion yeah <laughs> Alright, how's your followers doing? That's it. So you, act, you activate a benefit, just right. to be clear on it. You activate the benefit, and it's, 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 how does that work? I mean, it, it says on a 10+, like, plus you gain all surplus bonuses. Oh, all surplus bonuses. Okay. Uh, it, well, I think of the ones that I have s- selected. Yes, yeah, Okay. So the ones you select. So, uh, so okay. I have plus one harm that I do, put, I'm well armed, and that they're loyal. Oh, okay. And plus one harm. Yeah. Right. Just make a note. All right, sounds
2: good. Sorry, I just want to be clear. All right, go ahead. Right? All right. So, oh, sorry, slate. Ooh, yes. nine and a three. That's yes. a great roll. <laughs> all right, so that would be uh, eleven. Okay. Damn. So it truly is a time of plenty. A time yes, of plenty indeed. <laughs> indeed. You know so, what? Same, so it's the same My gang thing, just man. So I basically <laughs> it all. Um, Uh, Your followers are content in the game, whatever. Listen, and I've chosen, so I've got my followers a powerful arcane force. So uh, my surplus with that is plus ritual. And then their followers are also educated in why, so I also get the surplus of insight. And in case it matters, I have the... the wants which you have to choose which are always on Mm -hmm. Um, my followers are not really mine I'm theirs okay so uh, the want is judgment and then the followers are typically intoxicated so the uh, surplus is super. again oh my god well we're doing it for the right reasons but we're socially stereotyping dwarves so we drink a lot okay <laughs> you just have that like we work hard so we play hard uh,
3: yeah. Yeah. Like, we drink after work and or we work at the steel mill like sort of this <laughs> yeah <laughs> Okay, so let's
1: let's start off uh, the first scene. Um, you uh, fellow are in the Viceroy's audience chamber um, with Grimm, and you are um, you have just had a personal meeting with the Viceroy, where he has expressed his displeasure um, with how things went down. Um, how how do you think that this used to be a this used to be a human? Kind of like throne room of the palace. So if you could describe what it looked like prior, like how would human architecture look like, and then maybe you can talk about how the dwarves came and
3: refined it. Okay, so I, I would think it would be kind of over the top uh, with opulence because we talked about it was all about it was very artistic, yeah, comparatively. So yeah, I, I'm imagining. You know, kind of a Roman combined with Rococo kind of, you know, finish. So, like a lot of gilded things in gold, a lot of, you know, plated stuff, um, a lot of uh, expensive marbling um, and uh, things of that. You know, wide halls, grand throne high up, you know, all the theatrics thrown in, uh, a lot of purple, uh, what is it, bunting or whatever? uh, Like, around yeah, yeah. Um, and they trimmed in gold tassel and stuff like that all around that's kind of what it it looked like and also maybe the flags of any conquered countries like just hanging all around as like proof of you know our strength yeah because it was Imperium before it was the human empire yeah alright so
1: since since the Doros have moved in how would they have changed things? Like, how would he have altered this the, the veneer here? Blood, right? mm. So,
4: how we how weird are we thinking the Doros are different than humans are? Um, collectivist um, I mean like physically even
1: Oh, um, uh, pragmatic Um I think he's
0: like Physically How are they looking yeah. physically? Are yeah. we um, thinking they're like Gimli kind of dwarves?
1: Yeah Yeah, they're shorter, squatter, bulk, like like huskier mm-hmm. Um
2: Yeah At least normal dwarves, not you
4: mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, so yeah. Oh, may- maybe all this like art and frescoes and things that were on the wall have just been like stripped because they're like, we don't need this anymore. We we can use this. It's with, a fire like, your hazard. Yeah, we can use these materials way better in other things. So maybe. it's... Um, it's like we're real bare now there's maybe like the hints of stuff that used to be there like the foundations look nice or something like that but we're gonna use like the golden stuff we can use that for other things
2: so there's even a practicality to the like stripping of the old stuff out yeah if somebody's going to you know if if it's if people are gonna rarely see it. You're not gonna worry about taking it
3: out. And maybe they put in like, like literal like safety rails on the walk up the throne. Like very pragmatic stuff, you know. Like, like yeah, there should be you know a handhold here. Okay, yeah, I don't want people to trip. Okay, all right. So they've even stripped down.
1: Uh, even the, the throne is lost, it's flourishes, it's probably like a simple block. I'm thinking i even 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 just like a um, like a bench that he just sits mm-hmm. on instead of like having like you know like a huge backing and stuff like that or, or like arms, it's just a bench that, that the viceroy
2: sits on. Um, well, right. I was like, I, I'm thinking because the original throne is would be like up the dais kind on of right? I don't think that's that's probably ripped off. Okay, because he wouldn't be higher up than everybody else, because that because oh, yeah. that doesn't make sense. You lower right. the better people, yeah. or at least at the same like level. underground. So sure. he's probably sitting on one of the old benches where, like the the original, you know, originally where they would come in. Like it was like out in the hallways, a waiting area kind of thing. Mm-hmm. He just brought in. That's where he sits when he's here. Well, like in front of the desk. Okay, d-s. yeah, that sounds good. I like
1: so, that. Um, okay, so the so the viceroy is is sitting on the bench, um, wearing like a very simple uniform. With maybe like some simple insignia donating his rank, um, and uh, and you basically he he sits there. You walk up before him,
4: um, and he, he, he uh, did he have a name or does he just calls him the viceroy? Uh, I have an idea. I think um, in the the vein of taking um, like human language names, uh, they, he goes by Voice Roy, Voice, voice oh God, Viceroy Savior. Vice World (laughs) Savior. Ah, yes.
0: Just among among the common folk. (laughs) Yes. My name's Vice Roy Jesus. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um. Thank
1: you for coming. All right. This is a matter of some urgency. I have decided that we need a reorganization of the administration here in the last city. There are too many humans carrying weapons. When one carries a weapon but does not serve a lord, it causes disorder and disruption. So I have decided that I will be signing you, Grim, to go forth into the city Instruct the others, members of your society, that if they wish to continue carrying arms within the city, they will need to work for the state, they will need to serve the state. They will at least provisionally be employees of, of myself, the Viceroy. We will not oblige them to do anything we are not uncomfortable doing, but we will give them a stipend for serving the state. More importantly, though, we want you to go forth into the outskirts. And for each human who bears weapons, they have the choice of either giving up their weapons or serving as levies in the Doros army. The capital always needs more recruits, and they have decided to extend to humans full citizenship in the Doros the Doros Empire if they will serve in the military, and at the end of their service, they'll be given a plot of land and wives if they are available. You shall go with him and make sure that, that he understands... The, um, the demands of the Doro state and our traditions and cultures. And I expect you to serve, you, serve me better in this than you have
4: recently. But he is in command of this. Do you understand? Of course I... I welcome every opportunity to prove how much I labor for you and the, the crown itself. Not for me. the Doros state itself. Of course. An important distinction. Do you understand this as well? I understand that uh,
3: I don't think they're going to disarm me peacefully. I also don't think that it's right to ask a bunch of farmers and people who live on the land out there to go without any form of protection. Unless you're willing to put your militias out there to guard them. We will give them protection. Where are the only protection they need? Who else is there that
1: will threaten them? If there are those who threaten them, you will disarm them or you will destroy them. There will be peace outside the entrance of the last city as well as within. So I have your word that you're going to exp- ex- expand the, the patrols farther out. The, have the, the we regions. not brought peace? and prosperity to the last city itself? Do you see crime in the streets? Do you see disruption? Only occasionally. And usually, it is punished. Until recently. But we will make sure that it is punished in the future as well.
3: We will, we will govern strictly but fairly. Also, I think if you take the veterans' weapons from the war and things like that, that will overwhelm you. Maybe a grandfather. We
0: take
1: nothing. We simply ask them that if they wish to retain their weapons
5: that
1: they will acknowledge that they are beholden to the state to use those weapons, even if they're enfeebled. As I said, we will not make them do anything that they are not able to do. They can serve in the capacity as advisors, and we'll slay them from the state. I'll take it to my
0: table. Good. We have she great faith in you. To this
5: shack here. Yeah. Are there any other questions? And oh.
1: you are dismissed. And then like, someone like taps a, a staff on the ground, and you're expected to, to turn around and head back out. And the doors are closed behind you. So you're standing in the antechamber. If you want to speak to each other or talk a little bit, you know this is going to be a real shit show,
4: right? Oh, it, it would be a great opportunity. Don't you think? Do you have any weapons? Uh, it's... Why would I need them?
3: You better bring them.
1: You've been summoned to the Council of the Doros Pantheon. Okay. Oh. Um, now... I have different ideas. Like I am thinking that like my first vision might be that they're sort of a steer, but you've also described them as as being intoxicated.
2: Now is this a misinterpretation no, of by well, your your well my group that like the my direct followers are intoxicated. Okay. That's that's that would be like a it's like a cult within the my order, like the, the uh, kind of like, like a, yeah, it's it's a sub faction within my faction that just is related to me. Well, actually, technically, I follow them, but you know, that sort of Okay. All right. Um, so you're some of the council. Right. Um, what would the, the council of the Duros Pantheon lo- like look like? Like, what are their council chambers like? Um, it's. Like I, it's very austere. It basically would be one representative at a time from each of the orders, um, at least the ones that are available. Not everyone's going to be there every time, right? So it's not an expectation that, every, that there's always going to be one. But there's as many there's as many as possible are there, and when they're there, it it's um, kind of a. Um, with with all these diff, diffused and different um, energies for or the um, deities, you know the powers that are there, it actually brings forth like a almost like a group mind okay. of thing. So it's not like it's not like a control or anything like that. But it's like it's almost like they're reaching this consensus as a group, and it's only like the designated member that's there. So like if I go in there, unless I'm all it, which I probably wouldn't be, mm-hmm. to be a member of this then I'm not a part of it. It'll be whoever was there for my order is there, or that sort of thing. You have to. It's like a training thing. You aspire to this at some point, or you could be called to do it. Okay. Um, Alright,
1: so you, you are you are called in the council, and I will imagine it's like a, uh, a semi-story where um, you can stand in the center okay. Um, and there are probably there are seats for a couple dozen at, at least um, but there's probably not a full a full complement here right. um, but there's there are at least like say six or seven um, and there's one gray uh, gray-bearded elder in the middle very frail and old like this is a guy that I mean the dwarves are I imagine much more longer lived sure. than humans okay um, so he he might easily be a couple centuries old, you know. Um, so he's like at, the, at the, 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 the 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 center of the semi-circle, right? And you're opposite him, and he probably has an equal number on each side of like three doors on each side. Um, and and as as you as you approach uh, the center, there is um, I'm going to say that the, the air is thick with an incense it's burning, and the other the three doors on each side are like are like kind of uh, low shade. Uh, 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 and like the the work from the middle as you approach like his eyes roll up in his head and he
2: tells you who approaches the council is slate from the order of Deepak the order
5: of Deepak we speak for the pantheon I and its representative. We have had a message from the Pantheon that it is now time for the Order of Deepak to take its place among our council. But first, certain things must come to pass. The Pantheon does not still understand the essence of the human Um, Imperium. We must bring, you must bring the essence for the consent, and you must speak with the human god's voice. Not just repeat back and reflect what you have heard of the Pantheon. You must Touch the beyond through the essence of your own kind and not through the intermediacy of this council. To this end, we charge you with going forth into the hinterlands and bringing those who worship the old ways of your kind into our company of the pantheon. We must Join our collective. Oh, yeah. We must be as one.
2: Does that make sense? Yep. It does. Okay, you got it. Okay, mm-hmm. all
1: right. Huh? And he's. realize and again? He's. These things are speaking through him right now. Yeah. Like he's,
2: plus, uh,
0: yeah.
2: You're good. <laughs> But you can always... You can, you can accept or you can refuse. No, he's going, to, he's going to willingly accept. He's been waiting for something like this. Okay. Um, he, so he'll reply to the... Directed to him, but through to all of them. Um, the order of Deepak is ready and willing to bring... Finally bring like humans into the fold. We will... The will of the uh, pantheon will be done. We are pleased to hear this. We seek unity with your kind. And soon, our kind will seek unity with everything. <laughs>
1: all right, he snaps out of and immediately all the other dwarves stop chanting, and they, and they, all, they also turn their eyes on you. Hey, oh,
2: Hello. Uh, so it went well, I think. Quite well, thank you. It's oh. always wisdom from the, from our betters. Go, oh, go with the pantheon. That's with, with its love and its
1: oversight, its
2: patronage. Yes. <laughs> All right. Anything with you? <laughs> no, he's. Uh, no, he's he's very happy. So he's gonna he'll head out using. I mean, I'm sure there's no like backing out kind of thing like you would have with royalty or anything like that. So he's just gonna. I mean, it's you know, it's a very you know eagle-eyed thing. So you know, but he, you know, he just walk out. He's very just starting to already think about how this was you know, going to be accomplished. It's, it's not easy, yeah. obviously. Yeah. But you, yes, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's already thought about it. He's just. Planning how to, you know, which of them actually has the possibility of working. But. All right, um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna
1: go over to you, and I'm not sure exactly how to set this up. I think that, would that be Rook, right? yeah, yeah, Rook. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Let's go to Rook. Um, I imagine that there might have been fallout from what happened recently that you were released, but you somehow managed to spin it. Um, so I'm, I'm curious how this was accomplished. Ooh,
0: there's like a. A s- yeah. smash cut from the scene that we just had that's very peaceful with Slate to uh, this scene where you you just see like Rook pull his like face away from someone he just clearly headbutted okay. and he's like like pushes them over and like like clearly there had been a fight between him and this other person and um says like and that's what you get for calling me a fucking um beard what, lover a, a fucking beard lover <laughs> <laughs> yeah and like someone had, made the acu- someone had made the exact accusation that you had said like wait a minute how is it that you got out so and he just beat the hell out of him okay yeah right. and so like that's how that went like we, we joined when like that fight has kind of like and that was a person who was probably not a fighter but yeah. like, somebody who made the con- comment or raise the question, and Rook responded very violently to that person. Okay, like,
1: this guy throws his arms up, he's like, look, look, I I was just asking a question, okay? I mean, what are we gonna do now? Like, I mean, you went in, and we know they took you captive, and we were trying to raise up the people in the city, but, you know, I mean, if we're not gonna work in the city anymore, like, what am I gonna do? I mean, the the veterans aren't doing anything. The Legion's not gonna
0: join us, like... What are we doing? What are we doing now? What are we doing? I just don't know what we're doing. And this person is this person isn't part of my militia. Or are they? You, I, I, think they know. Know. I think they're not. I think this is a person who made this comment. This is my militia like yeah. like based on the role? They're like fairly. Let's say let's say he was
1: maybe he was, a, he was a member of the of the of the
0: pristine. Uh-huh. Right? So this is the person who's really into that stuff. Like yeah, like, oh.
1: And he's actually, he's like, I just want to go back and I want to stay with my family. Mm-hmm. I, they can't survive out here. But as long as I have these beliefs, I, I'm not, I'm not going to hide what I am. And so I can't go back if I, unless I hide what I am. But I can't stay here and be away from my family anymore. You know, I, 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 we, we've been following you. We've been trying to help you out. And I'm just wondering, what, what is, what, is it, what does it
0: end? Ooh, and, and I, think, I think he slaps him in the face oh, again. Oh, okay. And he just says, like, and he, he just said, like, he yells at him, like, um, like, uh, ashamed. Go back to your family. Like, grow your crops, raise your crops, and when the Legion comes in here, we'll show them all. And he, like, I think, like, like the guy's down, and he, like, kind of does the thing where, like, if a guy, somebody tries to get yeah, up on yeah. the feet, he kicks him, and he's like, and he's like, he's like, they've kicked us. Now, get up. And get, get up, and get back to them. Don't you be ashamed. Alright.
1: Okay, so, yeah. so the, you're, so your he's kind of like, yeah. Yeah you know, and, and they're, I mean it's, it's God, it's a so stupid. But It's uh, pretty much a bully thing to do. No, no, but they're, they're totally into it. And it's and it's almost like um the, the thing that comes to mind, which is not really probably fake, but uh there's a scene in, in, in Jesus Christ Superstar where it was like, when do you ride a New Jersey? Mm-hmm. And so they're like going around like, yeah, like 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 alright, so we're 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 there, we got it, like the uh-huh. you know, like the peasants are on the side, you showed them who's boss. We can have as many of these. I things.
0: wish I didn't know all the words of Jesus, I know, Christ, I know. I know. right? Yeah, I'm like, what do we do? Okay, all right. So, um, so like your your
1: your like commanders and stuff are like running around and they're uh-huh. all like, they're all cheering. Um, and then I'm gonna say your your wow. second in command like will come up. Um, do you want to name this person?
0: Is it a he I'm or just, she? Or I'm just gonna, or gonna grab it? the next name on the thing. Sounds good. Dirge. Dirge, mm-hmm. Dirge. Okay, sounds like just like his name. This is a nickname. He's like
1: a really sober guy. He comes up and he's been the veteran of like, like a lot of conflict. Like he's mm-hmm. he's been he's been an insurgent for a very long time. And he's like pretty speech, but
0: what's our next move? He uh, says, and uh, yeah, Rook says you can let. that uh, we, know, we know what we need to do. We need to find. Find out when the next shipment of mithril. <laughs> mithril is coming through. We need to find out when that shipment of mithril is is going out. We need to get it. We uh, arm ourselves better. Line our pockets. Well, yeah, that's, that's what it's you, Sorry. you would you would uh, you would know um,
1: you would know who to talk to about that about the next shipment. I mean, we've got we've got people uh, working as laborers um, out in the mines. We got laborers that are offloading at the docks.
0: I'm
1: assuming there's a dock here, um, you know. The, uh, the we have uh, what do they, they call the they're, uh, teamsters? Teamsters like yeah, the and stuff. We got people in the teamsters. Like, I guess it would just be a matter of you uh, talking to somebody and finding out um,
0: when the next shipment's coming in, eh? Yeah. Me talking to
2: somebody, because i got
0: to do everything around here, goddammit. God's damn. <laughs> <laughs> Burn the leadership, my friend. I mean, I'm here, right behind you, every step
1: of the way. Um, all right, so... Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking for the basic moves, actually. Um, what, what, do, what do you, you want to do next? Because I'm going to let you run through this a little bit. If you want, yeah. He's basically trying to push you to, to do something,
0: and I'm 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 down I'm down to do that because I think Rook's Rook's thing with this is like these people are asking us to raise up this rebellion, and from his perspective, like until until our numbers are way bigger or the legions on board like it's gonna be very very difficult to do that so we're just bandits at the moment right. so let's just be bandits alright and, 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 and
1: really like dirge is also practical too like you know, like we, we make more money we have mm. more influence Yeah. and if we keep making the, the Doros look bad then eventually people will swing over to our side because they'll realize the Doros have lost control um, so how do you want to go about trying
0: to find out when the next shipment of Mithril is gonna come in uh uh, I I guess I'll just have to kind of like talk to people in the area and kind of like keep my uh, put my ear to the ground, I guess. I yeah. was going to say put my nose to the grindstone, but that's, I mean, just effort. Uh, but yeah, put my ear to the ground and try to figure out, yeah, like, if... yeah. Wait a minute. Oh my God, i cut my own nose off. Uh, the, um, yeah. Try to, it is. Um, but yeah, so... I think he's going to try to, like, put his ear to the ground and figure out when this next shipment of whatever valuable thing. And honestly, it doesn't even have to
3: be Mithril. Mithril could just be your code word. You just call it anything. Yeah, Mithril is... like... Mm -hmm. Stuff, like valuable. Oh, actually, I like that. I like that a lot
0: because, like, when the the when other people hear it, they think it's like, oh, it's important for them to fight against the Duros. But it's like it just means like, oh, there's a shipment of olives. There's a shipment of grain. There's a shipment of silk. Like okay. whatever it might be, it just means yes, yeah, something valuable. I like that. They think it means war supplies, but war supplies could be
3: whatever is expensive. Okay, cocaine. Yeah, you can't have a war without cocaine. Yeah. So this
1: is. To sound really weird, but I'm going to take this as a face duress move. So the sense okay. is that is that you're trying to get information and accomplish this yeah. so you know where to strike the duros next. But the duress is that um, your people aren't really like not many of them know. They're they're you know you're, that's not one of your that's not one of your faction's yeah. talents. Like it's not okay. about knowledge or rumors. Um, so it's mostly just kind of like you know going from place to place and having the stamina and dealing with the impatience of your of your troops of your militia because. Okay they don't want to they don't want to be patient they're like let's strike something like right oh, now hmm. we, we gotta
0: find the right place to strike okay so if you don't think it's a study a situation you think it's more of a duress thing because they're just getting too pissed off
1: yeah what, 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 was, it, what was the other one that you were uh, study
0: a situation like oh. to find the information, or you think it's like I think it's more like you're trying to accomplish
1: something. Okay. You're not trying to, like, study the situation and find, like, you know, who's actually pulling the strings, mm-hmm. or who's my enemy. It's more like, you want to achieve a goal.
0: Okay. So we're trying to endure this un- before somebody gets too pissed off.
1: Right, right. Okay. Or, or, or there's a there's a conflict, or something goes sure. up. All right. I got a seven. All right. So on a seven nine, you have uh, flinched, stalled, or hesitated. I get to pick one of two of the following and tell uh, and tell you what it will look like if you take it. Um, so let's see. You can achieve your goal come at a price. You can achieve your goal, but only partially. You cannot achieve your goal, but you can do something similar instead. So what you really want to do is you want to steal something that's going to bring you money and hurt the Duros in a way. Um, I will, I I guess we can go, uh, you can achieve your goal, so you'll strike at the Duros and you'll steal something. Um, But there's a witness that survives mm-hmm. and can identify you. Okay. All right. So they know that you are the one responsible for this and this, this is going to get back to the, to someone in the authorities. Perfect. All right. Yeah. Okay. So done. You, um, so what is it? Is, is it an actual, is it a leadership in a mithril or is it something else?
0: No, it's, it's definitely not the mythril, which I think again, is just like a, it's just a code sure. word. Um, but it's, uh, yeah, it's like it's it's provisions. It's like like a like a like a bunch of wine, okay. and like uh like yeah, it's wine. Fuck it, it's wine. Okay. Like, like, a, like a we steal like the equivalent of like a gas tanker of wine, like barrels and barrels of wine. Big wagon full, of wine barrels. And like okay, yeah, and like like very fancy wine at that. Yeah,
1: what do you end up doing with it?
0: Um, I think that for the most part, we probably we probably take it and split it into three chunks. Half of it we sell. A quarter of it we give out to people and like like to kind of ingratiate ourselves with yeah. them. So like the nearby tavern we're just like this is for everybody. Mm-hmm. And then the other quarter we just get housed ourselves because we are bandits. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So um I think we'll, we'll, we'll Switch
1: over to a scene with Grim. Now, um, okay. you are at like what, what? What kind of place would you meet with like members of the veterans at a hall? Okay, so there's a veterans hall, right? And you're kind of just hanging out, um, and uh, and there's another guy that's a, that's a, that's a little bit older than you, and he was a lower rank in the
3: military. Um, do you want to pick a name, or should Sure, I I'll go with a name off the list. <laughs> yeah, we're saying. Um, how about? Uh, Four. Four. Crow's Eye. Crow's Eye, that's mm.
5: perfect. My name's Crow's Eye.
3: Like,
1: nope, everybody has this voice, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Alright, so that's Grimm's friend. He was a lookout. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. All right, so you're like you you come in and uh, and Crow's eye is over there and he's probably like missing actually missing an eye and he's like, I'm missing an eye. So like, there <laughs> you go. Yeah. All right. Between you and Prozzi, I So he's he's hanging out with like a bunch of other veterans and they're all like laughing their asses off and he's telling them some sort of story. And he's like, and then he gets up. Oh no, it's too much for like, And
5: then he gets up.
0: And
1: he takes a
0: cask and he breaks it open. He goes, this
1: one's on the, the, the shorties. And oh man, he just poured it out all over the place. And he's like, he's like going on and they're all laughing and stuff. When you, when you st- like start walking up something like
3: all turn around and you get quiet. And Crow's Eye like, what? Oh. Oh, hey. Oh, Grim. <laughs> What's the good word, Crow's Eye. Uh, nothing. It's, it's I'll slap him on the back. Right you're telling a story about the shorties. I'd love to hear it.
5: <laughs> cool.
3: um, it
1: sounds like you're trying to persuade him because <laughs> he doesn't want to share it with you. Um, let's say, let's say, let's. Uh, you're not threatening him, but no. you're persuading with leverage because you, you do know that you have political influence, and so that could actually affect whether they get jobs or not. You know what I mean? Like they can be hired on, or you can put in a, a bad word with the Dar- Doros, and then they can't find any work. So go ahead and roll that. Roll plus Wiley. Plus Wiley. That is. Okay. That's a five. Uh-huh. Wow, alright. Not Wiley. Okay, no problem. And uh-huh. Alright. He, uh, he, he, he 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 shuts up when he clams up and he doesn't uh, he doesn't say anything, and as you keep, like, patting, kind of, like, and it's, like, a vaguely intimidating move, where you're, like, patting, like, like, you know, tell me what you were saying, you know, and maybe there, like, there's an implicit threat and an implicit promise, maybe a will like, benefit from that, like, like, you kind of, like, wondering, like, why isn't it real, like, why don't you tell me what you know, and one of the other guys from the goes, like, he did not fucking trust you anymore. And it's all out there, and everyone kind of turns around, and, like, are like, oh, shit, like, it's, it's out in the open, like, they don't think you're on their side anymore. You're
3: one of them. Um, so there's a momentary, like, flash of anger on him, and he's, he, like, grabs the table in an in almost move to flip it. And then, like, he'll stop himself. Right. And kind of remember who he's talking to. His name is Saba. Saba, I understand that you and maybe some particulars at this table have some issues. If you'd like to bring up those issues, I would be happy to hear them. I come with good news And jobs for everyone Jobs working For the shorties Jobs working To feed your families
1: He turns around and looks at somebody And so he's like His nephew has more balls than he does So at least he's doing something. So you, you you take the table scraps from the shorties, from the beards.
3: Men don't just just stuff food alone. We need more than that. We need hope. Hope for what? You're 70 years old. Of something of something new. Something to pass on to our, to our children. We are passing on something. It's called peace. You were on those lines just as much as I was. None of us want to see that for our children. The shorties are weak now. They left a token guard behind and they're
1: fighting wars on three fronts. If we rise up against them, they won't be able to do anything about it. I say we should all go and talk to his... his his nephew we should talk to Rook, Rook Rook's part of this already you haven't heard what he did he took the shorties own vintage he gave it to the people no crumbs no serving stepping and fetching for the shorties and the beards in exchange for their uh, their cast offs he took what he wanted because this is our land, belongs to us. Those are our grapes growing in our soil, and we deserve the fruits of, the, of our labor. We work to grow those grapes. We ship them. We crush them. Why do these sell them back to us? Our own, the, our own goods. They sell to us. And then they tell us that they're doing us a mercy, a favor by allowing us to buy our own goods.
3: Fucking done. No, I know you are. I'm just beginning. <laughs> He's getting so mad. <laughs> so it's like, every time you talk, like, I just want to punch that character. <laughs> like, like, I don't know if you remember what it was like before the war, but it wasn't fucking good around here. You. You're, you're hoping for glory days that never existed. Right now is good. You know what we have right now? We have grapes. Mm -hmm. We have the ability to make vintage, which we didn't before.
1: You know one thing we don't have? We don't have freedom. That's the one thing we're missing. Things might not have been as good as they are now. Oh, so good, working for the shorties and the beers. But at least we were free. If we things were bad, we had earned those things. Instead of having this this world imposed on us by these stunted
3: little creatures, these freaks whose boots you lick. All right, that like, <laughs> you just keep pushing and pushing. Of course, yeah. That's I mean, why it's my jaws. I will um, just reach across the table and then just grab him by the shirt and just pull his face into the table like as hard as I can. Charlie Murphy, I'm almost. Yeah. Uh, you Charlie Murphy! <laughs> right.
0: um, hmm. uh,
5: now, uh, yes.
1: So, uh, you know, you're not, like, necessarily, like... Engaging in combat You're basically trying to Just shut him down I imagine uh, How how you want to do that Are you actually starting To fight with him Oh yeah Or are you just
3: like Trying to stun him So that he stops All right, so you're I'm starting to fight him. with him uh, I want him to feel pain Okay I, I, I want him to, to hurt Alright So there's, basically There's threat with
1: fear, with force And then there's Engaging combat So let's go with engaging I guess you're engaging combat
3: You're opening yeah, up you ready to fight him Right I'm hoping it's going to be short But that, that's really what All I'm Alright Roll of fierce You can threaten with with force if you're trying to just like shut the fuck up. Yeah, that's what I was trying to get. Alright, we'll do that. We'll go with that. We'll go with force. We'll go with that. Uh. Is that with fears? Yep, yeah.
1: That's got to be nine. All right, a 7-9. You were you were unconvincing or they are not persuaded. Your target will choose one of these. They freeze in fear, surprise, or confusion. Try to strike a bargain with you or talk their way out of it. Start looking for a way out and take it if they can. Put something or someone between themselves and you or laugh at you, challenge you, or attack you right then and there. Oh, huh, Okay damn well that's what you get with a seven and nine I guess with a miss it really blows up in your face (laughs) all right um so he's he's like he I'm gonna say that he he freezes in like like fear and surprise like he really was not expecting you to to do that yeah so he stumbles backwards and his nose is broken and he's, like, looking at you stunned, but he's, I mean, definitely you didn't convince him to, like, back down that he was wrong or he was out of line. He thinks he was totally, like, it was it was totally accurate and good for him to say these things to you, but you just lashed out. And so, like, it's almost a confirmation that you know you're in the wrong since you lashed out finally to shut him up. So, he like, there's a look of certainty on his face and shock, like, like, I was calling you a traitor. I didn't really think you were a traitor, but you know what? You're
3: a fucking traitor because you just turned on one of your own. That's the look on his face. Okay. He can have that look all he wants. Uh, okay. Um, and I'll just look at him, and with, like, a, a real stern face, I'll just look down at my shoes, and I'll say, kiss them. Oh, shit. <laughs> all right. Um,
1: and he's like, he looks at you, he says, what are you, you going to do if I don't? You going you gonna to report me to the shorties? I'm going to
5: fucking kill you,
1: Right, he looks around at everybody else, and and, and, and uh, the rest of the veterans are like, kind of like, this got way out of hand. Um, but this guy's—you you you, you're looking down the so You don't see his face. Um, but he but he stops for a minute and he, he tells you, like, you go fuck off, go back to your your beards. Alright I kill. <laughs> there we go? Okay, alright yeah. <clears throat> okay, so that sounds like it's engaging combat, so go ahead and roll. That's that's a step up. Oh no. Oh, boom. Boom. Holy oh shit. <laughs> alright. Choose one of the following. You attack with vigor, you parry their blows, you battle aggressively, inflicting plus two arm. Um, but take an additional plus one harm to yourself, or you fight defensively, and so you afflict less harm, but you uh, but you also don't take much harm. Yeah, yeah. Additionally, on a 10-plus, pick one of the following. You stymie your opponent, you are imp- impressive or dominant, or you achieve a goal. You can change
3: situation. All right, um, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to, that last one, I'm going to it was change a... Uh, uh, achieve your goal and change the situation I'm going to change the situation so basically I'm going to go up to him um, and I'm going to start just laying into him okay. um, with mailed fist. All okay. right. Um, and just beating the tar out of him. Okay. Um, and I'm going to be parrying blows because I don't want to take much damage, but I'm going to be hurting him pretty bad. Right. Um, and I'm going to change the situation. He looks scared, frightened, and everything like that, and I'm changing the situation for the other people. Like, they're seeing him now as just like a blowhard. Yeah. And like, he can't back up his words. Yeah. Um, and I'm flipping the script where it's like, like, no, I'm the real fucking deal. Okay. All right. So, um, you, you go in, and
1: he's, like, trying to put his arms up, but even with you fighting him, or defensively, because you're not taking, like, you're not taking, and you don't take any damage. Like, he's not able to put up, like, much attack. Um, and you do one less, but you still do, like, two, probably, or whatever. Like two or yeah, two or three, whatever. I count as a small militia myself. Oh, um, she's, all right. So, um, you, you, you really beat him down. Like, you beat him in submission, and he is just, it's not just that he loses but he's pathetic and, um, and I get him even, to kiss my boots alright yeah you like shove his face down and finally he's like he's missing teeth and you're like kiss him kiss him and then he just like that and then just lays and passes out um, and like when you turn around like everyone like puts their hands up like that and I uh, walks up to him. Uh, and he goes,
3: uh, uh, I'm sorry for what Saba said. I, uh, it goes for anyone who calls me a traitor. If, if not a traitor. I just, uh, you know, I, I don't know if you know about what your nephew's been up
1: to, but apparently he raided uh, a shipment of, uh, of wine. And... Um, I'm, you know, I'm just letting you know before it gets back to the to
3: the vice role. Maybe you can do something about it before uh, before it causes any more trouble for him. I appreciate that. I do. I will uh, flip a coin, whatever the coin of the realm is. Okay. And I'm like, what are those things called? They're not doctors. Blood letters. I'm like, take them to him.
2: Yeah.
3: All right, he, he, looks at, he looks at the coin for a second and
2: he
1: grabs it. And, and he, he nods, like two guys come up, and they pick up uh, Saba, and the, they leave, take him off to the blood letter. So fellow um where do you work
4: normally like what's, do you have like an office or um yeah sure maybe like in the whatever the palace kind of thing is okay what does your office look like oh um, maybe it's it was like a really spacious, like, because it was, you know, constructed for these, uh, the tall folk. Yeah. But then uh, he has, like, a tiny desk and he's using, like, an eighth of this, like, space. Mm-hmm. It's all, like, empty space at this point. Okay. And what it's kind really of... sparse, I guess.
5: Okay.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was very spartan. Um, what kind of um, activities do you handle, like, what kind of
4: administrative duties do you have? Maybe he's, he's, uh... If not officially, his unofficial kind of duty is to uh, kind of uh, like outreach sort of thing, like people that have questions for the vo- viceroy, he's the one who fields that. And it's like, well, I'll make sure that gets right to him. Okay. Um, just going right into the social worker thing. Sure. Um, okay.
1: Um. So you uh, <laughs> yeah, I this, this, yeah, there's a double meeting there okay so um, you end up getting like a knock on the door mm-hmm. and um, you probably have like Doros militia within the palace itself mm-hmm. um, they don't reach at, at, beyond in the city you have like human like you know militia that per- patrol the city the palace itself has Doros so a Doros guard pokes his head in and says uh, there's a there's a human to see you oh send them right in all right, so farmer comes in, uh, holding his hat, and uh, he, he looks over like that at the, the, the guard. The guard closes the door, and he kind of walks up to your desk and stands in front of it, um, kind of looking abashed. Um, like he doesn't know he had something he wanted to say, but he's not sure how to say it now, and he's a little bit shy. He, he didn't realize he was actually gonna be able to talk to somebody. Mm-hmm. He thought that he would just like pass a message right. to somebody. He didn't realize he was going to be ushered into the assistant to the viceroy. Mm-hmm. Uh, your lordship your pardon um, I mean I don't wish to make up take up any of your time I'm sure you're a very valuable time you're spending doing your papers writing the things with the quill um, I just uh, i was just thinking that you ought to know um, that that uh, I I, I witnessed uh, an attack on one of the old shipments uh, from the local vineyard out in the country. It was heading into the palace and I saw this uh, group of people, these humans, whooping and hollering and carrying on and there was this one fella and he describes, I, I, I didn't get a description of, uh, of Wilk, but he describes Grook in great detail. He was leading him, and I mean, he made this big old speech uh, something about the old ways returning and humans having their own thing. And then he broke open a case and he shared it with his men. And I was hiding under one of the wagons um, when he left, but um, I thought this information, where he is, because I kind of know what village he's hanging out in, uh, I thought maybe that information might be worth something to you. By the way, Rook, what do you look like?
4: Ooh.
0: Well, first, we've got to make sure that you have a ball of energy. Yeah, I'm a ball of energy. I'm a, sp- a floating sphere. No, no. Um, <laughs> Uh, you know what I think that Rook looks um Rook is played by the same actor who plays uh, Theon Greyjoy Okay. Yeah. Whoever that dude is, <laughs> Alan, uh, Lily Allen's brother, um, yeah. Alfie. Alfie Allen. Yeah. Yeah. So Alfie Allen. Yeah. So yeah, the the actor who plays Theon Greyjoy is is the dude who plays who plays him, where he's like, yeah. He has kind of like a a, a, a little
1: bit of a beard, kind of peach like fuzz, mm-hmm. and then stringy like kind of hair, sort of reddish. Yeah. And um, just thinks he's quite a thing with the ladies. Yes.
0: Uh, yeah. I think that since they bring up. Like like, the, like, we call them, like, the beards a bunch, like, there is an effort among his guys to, like, shave, but they are also bandits, so that's not done very well, but it's like, they make sure that they don't have a beard, though it might be, like, a five o'clock the next day shadow, like, pretty regularly, so he, he, he looks like that, that's the actor, um, I wrote down that he has, like, mismatched armor, so like a lot of like the, the, the armor and weapons that he and the rest of the group have are hodgepodge together stuff of like stuff from the war, stuff that they've stolen, stuff that's homemade. Um yeah. And he rides a horse that is like <laughs> as as if all horses aren't this very muscular. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so yeah, that's weird. yeah, this horse lifts. Like literally while you're looking at this horse, <laughs> it is also doing curls. <laughs> you're like, how your arms are supposed to work. And it's like, <laughs> He had a really big horse,
1: <laughs> very muscular. It looked like it lifted. <laughs> I don't know. It looked it was very muscular very
2: nice forelegs. He's mm. drinking whey protein. Yeah. Yeah. I see him lifting with both front legs, and he's like just adding. Yeah, <laughs> I've never seen a horse with a six pack. <laughs> <laughs> he was cut. Yeah. The horse was cut. Uh,
4: and uh, maybe fellow stands up and kind of walks around uh, around the desk. You no. Know, Thank you. Thank you so much for telling us this. Um, I think I know who you're talking about. And I'm glad you brought it to me directly.
1: Yeah.
4: Right, so I was thinking maybe it would be
1: worthwhile if the viceroy knew where he was, like right now.
4: Yes, I think, I think you might be right. I'll, I'll have to to make sure that he gets this message as soon as possible. And I'm so glad that oh, Should fine. Should I wait, then, for a bit? Oh, no. No, sir. It's totally fine. I don't want to interrupt He looks you. honestly confused. Like He's looking around like, wait, wait, uh-oh.
1: All right, my lord. Um, all right, then. I'll be on my way.
4: Perfect. And I, I think that you should probably... Not tell anyone else. I'll make sure that this goes. I don't want. I don't want anyone to panic unnecessarily. At this point, I think you want to
1: persuade with leverage because you know this guy is going to start shopping this around. Ooh, this is look, worth a
4: lot of money for him. Do I want to do that, or am I whispering counsel into someone's ear? You can totally do that. That's even there better. <laughs> cool. In that case, it's still violent. Oh, ten. So in this case, I have a list, of, and I choose two of them. Um, So just say it out loud, I can convince them someone is for or against them, help them see a solution to a problem, shift their attention to something else you present to them, make them forget something important, or convince them to give up on their current goal. Um, So... I think I'm going to convince him that I'm for him, of course. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think he's got to give up on his current goal to, I guess, get um, some kind of reward for this information. Okay. All right. He, he, like, he's
1: listening to you, and then a moment later he goes like, oh,
5: you already knew, didn't
1: you? It's like, hmm.
4: <laughs> and he just makes a face, like, not saying yes or no.
1: Hmm, well. You little show. I'm sorry. Yeah. I mean, your daughters you're just so amazing. You little
0: folks, you're
1: smart. You already know all this. You got handled. You're taking care of things. I'm going to go back to my farm, and um, don't you worry. I'll have the most wonderful bean sprouts for all of you in the palace. I'll send a bushel free of charge for your magnificent uh, work
4: here in the palace and how well you're running things. That's so generous of you I really appreciate it Not only are you so tall and so observant But generous as well, thank you so much If there's anything else That you would need from me, let me know He called
1: me tall Alright, he heads back out, and like, and like the the guard opens up, and he's like, "Hello." He's like, "This character is played by Ricky Gervais." (laughs) (laughs) Alright, hello, hello, and like the guard's like, "Oh my god!" Like everyone leaving this guy's place is happy. Like I don't know how this works, but they all seem to be leaving happier than they went in. You know, Um, and they're empty-handed. So he leaves, and uh, what do you want to, what do you want to do? You want to follow up for that?
4: Oh yeah, no, now I got to talk. I got to find Grim. Okay.
1: So how do you want to get in touch with Grim?
2: Grim is off on Grim business. Yeah, And also we know from the fact that what the guard just said, Grim never comes to you.
5: Because <laughs> everybody leaves
2: your office Ah, uh,
1: good. Yeah, good point. I'm like, what? Is Grim for some reason. He's yeah. never
4: smiling. His name's Grim. Yeah. I know, I know. It's in the name. <clears throat> oh man. I, I want to be um like more creep. Maybe uh, i show up at your house. I'll be waiting for you in your house or something. That's that's fine. Yeah. Oh okay, yeah. You want
3: to go? You want to go straight to that scene? He, yeah, he can see me coming to the house. We can cut to the, a different scene. But I'm walking up like, and my fists are covered in blood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like and like I have like splatters, and I'm like walking into the house. Yeah. That's, that, that's awesome. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um. Did you want to? So we can jump over to, to you, and then we'll come back. So what's
2: you up to? Um. I think so. After the meeting with the. Uh, um, with the council, um, Slate is going to convene his little uh, clique um, to assist with a, a little ritual to um, to whisper into the That's sequel power. So sorry, am sorry. I'm sorry okay. okay, so he, he's going to um, uh, convene his uh, his clique. Um, to get a ritual going to whisper into the unspeakable power okay. to get an idea of uh, he knows what they want him to do. Right. He needs to figure out how to, the best way to accomplish it. This is great. So he is going to uh, try to do that. Now I have a question. So sure. with his click he gets plus one ritual. Does What does that do? Plus one ritual? This is plus ritual. <laughs> plus ritual. It's one of the big am um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. I
0: think I remember having played this character the other time that we played it and it's like you can do a thing that is a ritual okay or like and I think like that's that's one of the things with that if you can I, I see yeah, more quick sure. yeah like I remember there are certain moves that you have that are rituals and so once you've done that it oh
5: she's five damn
2: I don't remember seeing that thing.
5: long time
0: yeah, there's 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 something about it where it's like, oh, you can do this as some kind of ritual. I remember it being a useful. It's a it's a it's a thing. It's an extra thing that you get.
3: Is it just a tag? It is. A,
0: it is a tag that you get. Yeah. Really? So yeah, when you get plus one, ritual does. Yeah. Sure tags. Yeah. I forget. I don't know. I, I remember. I remember it being a thing that we figured out, and it took us a long time because it is not easily available. Where you're like, oh, aha, it's one of those. Like where you're like, oh, got it. It's this. So we might as well talk about tags.
1: I guess I'm just reading the tags here because the word, you know, kind of different. So tags words describe the qualities of things. They give you permission to add things to the fiction. You don't always have to use tags, but you can use tags when appropriate. You um, oh. like all right. So, like for example, uh, the example they give here is they have a tag close, so it has to be something close. And then I imagine if it's something messy, you could do something messy, right? But it cha- it changes. It gives you permission to hit someone who's a bit of a distance if it's a weapon that is is not immediate but close, right? So if you're doing some sort of ritual thing. Um, well, they have a list of things here. Maybe I can find something that is specifically a ritual. Ritual. The group conducts powerful and inspirational rituals of some kind. Okay. So um, it's 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 inspirational and it's powerful. Um, and I will just we will just work accordingly. Okay. Whatever you're doing, it has a lot more mojo behind it. Okay. Because you're doing it as a ritual. Okay. And the other thing is, my group gets is they're also insightful. Okay, so, so if, you're, if you're asking for insight, it's going to be, yeah, it's going to be something that's going to be the part of the fiction. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, it just flavors
2: Okay, the result. Gotcha. All right, so we'll do the whisper the people power, which is an arcane rule. By the way, what does this ritual look like? Oh, okay. <laughs>
3: so it is. So it's. what is a human ritual who worships dwarves
2: trying to be human look like? So what it is. So the the key of the ritual is is an object or you know that we that is crafted that is. Um, I keep using the word sacrifice. I don't think that's the right word, but it's 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 given or sacrificed to perform whatever you're doing. So in this case, in this particular instance. Um, this is something that they've been working on. Then you know, th- That's the whole ritual thing is the way I'm seeing it. The ritual thing is crafting this item ahead of time. So you have something that is powerful. Because normally you can just, you know, if you remember the whole transactional thing, you can just have an item here and you get your thing, right? In this case, you're crafting something ahead of time that is ideally more powerful and therefore gives you what you want you know. A better version of whatever it is you're trying to get. So in this case, they've craft. You know, the the group has been crafting this ornate um, uh, ornate weapon. Of, or I don't know. I'm trying to think, of some, it would be something kind of functional. I don't think a weapon would be the best choice. But I'm sorry, a tool. There we go. Yeah. Okay. So an ornate tool. Um, probably something like a pickaxe, shovel, something, something iconic to dwarves. Yeah. Um, that, uh, you know, it's very stylized, not functional, but very intricately carved out of fine, you know, at least relatively fine It could metals. be a hammer or a pick or a shell. Yeah. Really um Yeah, probably a pick. So okay. it's just a very, you know, uh, but it's very stylized and very, uh, it's got runes probably I know dwarven ruins doesn't mean anything because this is like you know because we don't understand that part of it but it just you know we're copying letter for letter you know but not the words because we don't understand how that flows together so that's something like that just so we get a more difficult and thus more holy task yeah exactly it's like we're it's just the effort that goes into it, it. you don't have to know it did, you know, like the, it's not a functional tool either, mm-hmm. but we, you know, we spent time. You know, we probably, uh, probably had people that actually mined this, or you know, ideally you would go from start to finish. as much you know, us doing the work ourselves, mm-hmm. you know, from getting it out of the ground, purifying it, crafting it, etching it, polishing it, you know, the whole nine yards from start to finish. Okay. So. So with that said, I'm going to roll a 2. <laughs> All right. Huh? A 9 and a 3. Yeah, plus 2, <laughs> so that's 11. Wow. Well, okay. So on a hit, the
1: the MC will pick one of the following. You have a brief vision. You hear a faint voice. You have a curious sensation. On a
2: 10+, plus, you'll provide a clear insight to you on the guidance you seek. So what guidance are you seeking? The guidance I'm seeking is trying to figure out the best course of action to get... Our wayward humans into the fold. Okay, um, and I understand it's a broad thing. I'm, you know, it's not an easy answer. I just a, a, a direction more than a do this. Okay, so you're 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 holding up the pickaxe and you're and you're
1: praying. And everyone's praying around you, and what you feel. Is this great crushing weight just come from the sky and slam you to the ground? And you are beneath it and it's pressing and pressing on you, increasing weight, and you feel your chest caving in and your breath going out, and something um, leans in and uh and it is deep, deep voice tells you. In
5: the there is an implement for each clan. Something sacred to the god. This craft where you imitate your better will not do. It must be something crafted by the old nation of men, but rededicated to the Pantheon. Go forth and find this thing. Go forth and find the banner of the last
2: legion. And then, as part of it, the the, the axe or the yeah the pickaxe is like subsumed or yeah. something like that. So, and then the, and then like
1: slowly, like the the weight comes off you, and it's like. <gasps> But oh, you could breathe again, like it would
0: completely crush your lungs. What if um so what they were part of part of that message was like like that this thing isn't isn't enough of an offering? No, the pickaxe oh, is So what if what if rather than subsumed, it just rusted away or rotted away sure. to like almost like like rather than like it ascended to heaven like yeah. instead it's like oh it turned to nothing. There's a, actually no I like that I mean are you saying for this specific instance or like every time? For this part- particular instance of like okay. disfavor, like it just rusted away to nothing. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I mean I think it works either way that's the thing it's like because you know they're the way I see it they're kind of absorbing the work the effort yeah so this might actually turn it back to this you know whatever but anyway that's okay
1: well I can almost imagine like a like a wind first before that thing drops on you it sweeps it out of your hand like it knocks just the ground and as soon as it hits the ground it goes and just turns into rust right like right there and then you're like oh you're displeased and then you're smacked down to the ground
0: Listening to this episode of This American Dice, presenting Scup, the Sword, the Crown, the Unspeakable Power, live at CondoCon. The Sword, the Crown, the Unspeakable Power is a game by Wheel Tree Press. Please join us again for another exciting episode of This American Dice. Hey everybody! If you could please rate, review, and subscribe to our show on your favorite podcatcher, it would really help This American Dice. And for every five-star review we receive, we'll read it on air. Join us next week for another episode of This American Dice.